Just about every family has been impacted by dementia, with Alzheimer's disease being the seventh leading cause of death across all ages, and the fifth leading cause of death for those aged 65 or older. Cognitive decline and other forms of dementia, such as vascular dementia, Pick's disease, Parkinson's dementia, frontal temporal dementia, all are a source not only of disability, but terror among those of us who've had to say the long goodbye to our relatives and loved ones. When Bruce Willis was diagnosed initially with aphasia in the spring of 2022, it progressed to a diagnosis of frontotemporal dementia. Many became deeply aware of the impact of dementia on all, without respect to any social or economic class. What if there was a way we could reduce the chance of developing dementia by over 50%. All you have to do is eat better. Would you be interested in that? Today on Fork You, we're going to talk about the mind diet. I'm your chief medical explanationist, Dr. Terry Simpson, and this is Fork You, Fork University, where we make sense of the madness, bust a few myths, and today, we're going to tackle dementia and the mind. This topic is of particular interest to me because my mother died at 93 years old, having suffered the last five years of her life with the second most common cause of cognitive decline, vascular dementia. As with many, she descended into dementia, but she compensated and we were unaware of her diagnosis until it kind of became painfully clear. We took her to a dementia unit at Banner Hospital in Phoenix, where the diagnosis was made with the aid of specialists and laboratory tests. Her MRI showed significant loss of brain matter compared with prior MRIs she had. Dementia is unfortunately an increasing problem for families. As lifespans are increasing, so are the risk of cognitive decline and dementia among our elders. And while science is desperately looking for a cure or reversal of some manner to slow down the inevitable decline, the financial and psychological burden of dementia is straining families and our medical system. Right now, it's estimated that 6.5 million Americans aged 65 or older are living with Alzheimer's disease, the most common form of dementia. And while Alzheimer's accounts for a significant portion of dementia, there are other forms like the kind my mother had, vascular dementia. As I said, there's Lewy body dementia, which Robin Williams had, frontal temporal dementia, which Bruce Willis has. And then there's Parkinson's dementia, which affects up to 80% of people who have Parkinson's disease. This year, 2024, marks the largest group of individuals to reach 65 years old in the history of the United States. And it's estimated that Alzheimer's disease by 2050 will affect nearly 13 million people, unless we have some sort of medical breakthrough. Anybody who's had a family member understands the impact of dementia, the tremendous strain that it puts on personal finances, family resources, and even the strain of people, because they ultimately require 24-hour supervision. And every month, the new drug comes on the market for treating dementia, 
none of them are breakthroughs, and at best, they only partially slow the first or second stage of dementia, not altering the ultimate outcome. But in this bad news, one thing has been successful. It's a variation of the Mediterranean combined with DASH diet called the MIND diet. MIND is an acronym standing for Mediterranean DASH Intervention for Neurodegenerative Diseases. You may have seen the MIND diet was the third best diet in the 2024 U.S. News and World Report Dietary Rankings. First coming to publication in 2015 in the journal Alzheimer's Dementia, a study followed 923 volunteers and then scored them according to the adherence of that diet. The research had developed a simple scoring system, and then they followed the people according to their adherence. Here's what they showed. The MIND diet reduced the risk of Alzheimer's disease by 53% of those who followed the diet rigorously and 35% of those who followed the diet moderately well. Let's talk about that, what, what that means and what kind of happens to the brain. There is some mild cognitive decline that occurs in many people as they age, much as there is muscular decline, bone decline, etc. Some people might forget occasionally a person's name, misplace their keys, having more trouble doing certain tasks, and those changes are frustrating and unfortunately somewhat of a normal part of aging. But 10 to 15% of the people who have mild cognitive decline will go on to develop a form of dementia, typically Alzheimer's. Dementia is sort of that broad term for that mental decline in either memory or the ability to process information and get to the point where it interferes enough with the daily life to the point where people need assistance with their care. Alzheimer's is associated with short-term memory loss. Vascular dementia is associated with the inability to process information. My mom could read something, but couldn't understand it. She could no longer cook because she couldn't process the steps in her brain to cook a meal. Frontal temporal dementia, as many Americans already know, is associated with the inability to find words or aphasia. And Lewy body dementia, the kind that affected Robin Williams, is noted for its very rapid course. Now, we know that's what's good for your health is also good for your brain, just like what's good for your gut is what's good for your brain. There are also diseases that have nothing to do with your brain, such as atherosclerotic disease of your arteries that can negatively impact your brain and cause you to have a worsening or advanced forms of dementia. And there are, unfortunately, a whole series of quacks and hucksters in the world who will try to encourage you to buy some supplement or nutrient which will diminish your chance of Alzheimer's. However, with very rare exception, none of these have proven to be efficacious in humans or beneficial to decrease dementia. We also know that there are certain simple nutrient losses that can cause horrific brain problems, like a lack of thiamine, B1, or a lack of B12. But just supplementing with those vitamins, if you don't have a problem, does not prevent dementia. So here's the simple things you can do from a health perspective to protect your brain. Things like keeping your blood pressure under good control. This is why we are so impassioned about the DASH diet and keeping your blood pressure under control. High blood pressure leads to strokes. Small strokes can lead to vascular dementia. Decreasing atherosclerosis, which is caused by excessive blood cholesterol, 
keeping your cholesterol down is important. Let me give you an important caveat here. Your brain makes its own cholesterol. It doesn't need the liver to give it cholesterol. Your brain makes all the cholesterol it needs. It does not need to have cholesterol from your liver. So do not worry about those individuals who say statins cause dementia. They don't. And in fact, the fourth generation statins, Lipitor and Crestor, also known as Atorvastatin, Ruvastatin, decrease your incidence of dementia by 20%. Please don't listen to those people who say they cause dementia because they don't. Here's some other things you can do. Keeping active in a community of people, be it neighbors, friends, social groups, is helpful. And engaged with some constant learning, whether it be music, languages, anything that can keep your thoughts happy and your brain active. And mild exercise, particularly walking daily, is really important. But what about diet? So the MIND diet has its own scoring system, much like the Mediterranean diet has a scoring system. And the scores range from 0 to 15, and is accumulated on a weekly, not daily, basis. Sort of divided into 10 healthy food groups and 5 less healthy food groups. Here's the dramatic part of the study. They followed 925 people. They scored them. The top scores ranged from 8.5 to 12.5. Nobody got a perfect 15. That group had a 53% less chance of developing dementia than those who had the lowest mind scores, which were 0 to 7. Even the intermediate group, which was scores of 7 and 8, had a 35% less chance of dementia. This was also validated by another institution that ran their own study and found similar results. Let me give you a few examples of the scoring system. Let's take fried foods. Now, it's no secret I love Popeyes. In fact, I'm probably going to have some tonight. So if I have zero to one serving a week, I get a point. If I have two to three servings a week, I get a half point. And if I have four or more servings a week, I get zero points. Let's, let's do a positive one. If I have a serving a week of fish or seafood, I get a point. If I have seven servings a week of vegetables, I also get a point. And then we have to go to things like red meat. You can have up to three servings a week and you can get a point, but four to six means you're half a point and seven plus no points. Yes, carnivores, red meat, is not a great thing for your brain in excessive quantities. So to sum it up, in that scoring system, zero to six and a half points per week has no reduced risk of dementia. A score of seven to eight has a 35% risk and a score up to 12 and a half has a 53% risk. There are some genetics with dementia. The man who played Thor in the Marvel series, Chris Hemsworth, has two copies of what's called the ApoE4 gene. And while those two copies increase the risk of Alzheimer's by up to 10 times, it is not a certain diagnosis that he will have dementia. There are risk modifications, and the MIND diet, along with the other things, will certainly reduce his risk. Those other things being decreasing alcohol consumption, spending more time in communities, more times with families, etc. So dementia. There is something you can do and it's simply eating better. The Mediterranean diet, the DASH diet, or the MIND diet all have foods that are delicious, except for Brussels sprouts. 
So just think about it. Eating well, taking care of your body, doing some exercise, typically walking, not overdoing alcohol, will all help you live a long and healthy life. Just to reemphasize, the five foods to limit on the mind diet are the red and processed meats, butter and stick margarine, full-fat cheese, fried foods, and sweets like pastries, soft drinks, etc. Bummer, I know, but hey. I'll have more information about the mind diet and dementia in general on the blog associated with this on yourdoctorsordersandforku.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. This podcast is for educational purposes. If you are interested, please contact a Western-trained physician and help with a registered dietitian, not a certified nutritionist, whatever those are. Please don't go to a chiropractor or naturopath, but go to a real doctor. The episode was written and researched by me, Dr. Terry Simpson. It was distributed by our friends at Simpler Media, Miss Ali Press, and the pod god, Mr. Evo Terra. Thanks for listening and mind your food. Have a good week. Hey, Evo. Did you ever think about... Well, forget it. But seriously, one of the great communities that I've ever been a part of was our weekly community there in Phoenix. I miss you guys terribly. Love to you all. Aw, well, we miss you too. And I totally fell for that joke. Uh, I had edited out the pause and had to put it back in. Good one, Doc. See you around.